ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Disneyland proudly presents our spectacular festival pageant of nighttime magic and imagination in thousands of sparkling lights and electro-synthomagnetic musical sounds. The Main Street Electrical Parade! Hello and welcome to the Imagineer Podcast, your unofficial guide to all things Disney. I'm your host, Matthew Kroll, and this is episode number 19 of the Imagineer Podcast. In today's podcast episode, we are going to be talking about a classic parade that has debuted at both Walt Disney World and Disneyland. And that, of course, is the Main Street Electrical Parade. I know what you're thinking, Matt, we're going to be talking an entire episode about a parade. Yes, yes, we are. And the reason is this parade is the most iconic and historic of any Disney parade that has debuted at Walt Disney World or Disneyland. It is a parade that has made its way around the world to different Disney parks. And not only am I going to tell you a little bit more about it because the history is so rich and there are so many amazing details you might not have even thought about with the Main Street Electrical Parade. But of course, I'm also going to be taking you with me for a listen through binaural audio. We're going to step onto Main Street USA together and you'll be able to hear the entire parade from start to finish, which is a little bit different than the soundtrack version you may hear if you download it on iTunes or if you have an old official album of Walt Disney World or Disneyland. The uh, binaural audio is going to take you literally through the entire attraction, the entire parade from start to finish. Of course, at the end, I'll come back and then tell you a little bit more about how you can connect with the Imagineer podcast, because we do have so many opportunities for you to connect with us beyond just listening to this podcast, and how you can even help to create and inspire the future of this show. So no matter where you are, unless you're driving, of course, uh, grab some headphones, pull up your favorite armchair, and enjoy this week's episode of the Imagineer podcast. If you visited Disneyland or the Magic Kingdom as a kid, depending on how old you are and which park you visited, you might have some fond memories of the Main Street Electrical Parade. For me personally, some of my first earliest memories of visiting the Magic Kingdom with my family included a nighttime viewing of the Main Street Electrical Parade. I loved how excited I would get seeing all the parade floats march down Main Street and then I would have that song stuck in my head for the rest of the day the rest of the week, the rest of the trip. It is one of those songs that really does get stuck in your head. And then eventually those memories changed as I became a little bit older because the Magic Kingdom replaced the Main Street Electrical Parade with Spectrum Magic. And many of you listening, depending on how old you are, I know many of uh, my listeners are in their uh, younger 20s, mid 20s. Your first memories might be of Spectrum Magic if you visited Walt Disney World. But it's amazing how the Main Street Electrical Parade goes back much longer than that. In fact, it first opened at Disneyland on June 17th, 1972. 
it was only replaced by its predecessor, which technically was not a uh, parade down Main Street, but its predecessor was the Electrical Water Pageant, which was the inspiration for the Main Street Electrical Parade. The original version at Disneyland ran for 24 years until November 25th, 1996. Makes Illuminations and Wishes look so much shorter in comparison. It was a, such a long show in terms of how long it ran at Disneyland. At the Magic Kingdom, it opened on June 11th, 1977 and ran until September 14th, 1991. It ran for 18 years before it was replaced by Spectro Magic. So again, this show in both locations ran for a very long time. As I said, in the Magic Kingdom, it was eventually replaced by Spectra Magic. In Disneyland, it was replaced in 1997 by Light Magic. But those of you over on the West Coast didn't have to deal without the Main Street Electrical Parade, didn't have to live without it for too long because it eventually moved over to Disney California Adventure Park in 2001, where it ran until 2010, so ran for another nine years. And even at the Magic Kingdom, Spectro Magic only ran from 1991 to 1999. There was a, a short stint in between and then ran uh, permanently from 2001 until its official end date in 2009. Who knows if it's really going to be permanently over or perhaps they'll do another revival. Um, but then Main Street Electrical Parade had a second coming in 2010 where it ran until 2016 and at least at this point is officially retired at both parks. In the uh, Disneyland version and over at Disney California Adventure again, it officially retired in 2010 and was revived uh, in January 2017, I should say, for just a few months. So maybe it officially retired in August of 2017 and has been replaced by Paint the Night. Over at the Magic Kingdom, we technically don't have a nighttime parade as of the uh, airing of this podcast episode. Instead, we have Happily Ever After, which we will definitely talk about in another episode of this show. But Disneyland and the Magic Kingdom are not the only two locations where you can find the Main Street Electrical Parade. In fact, over at Tokyo Disney, it opens a similar parade on March 9th, 1985. And that show ran until June 21st, 1995. So even in Tokyo, it ran for 10 years. It was eventually replaced by Fantalusion, uh, which ran until 2001. And then... The Main Street Electrical Parade saw kind of this revival in June, uh, sorry, on June 17th, 2001, with a uh, modern version of the show called Dreamlights. The Main Street Electrical Parade uh, did get a little bit of an upgrade over at Tokyo. Similar story over at Disneyland Paris. The Main Street Electrical Parade originally debuted in 1992 and ran for 11 years, and then was replaced by a similar show, uh, Fantalusion, which again is sort of this updated version of the Main Street Electrical Parade. If you look at the history, though, so this parade was originally uh, commissioned by Card Walker. For those of you who might not know who he was, he was the uh, chief operating officer for uh, Disneyland when after Walt Disney passed away and then became the CEO from 1976 to 1983. So just a short stint, uh, one of the CEOs of Disney in between this. Uh, it's kind of like the dark ages of Disney uh, between when Walt Disney passed away and Michael Eisner became uh, the uh, the CEO of the company. 
Um, and it was originally inspired by these holiday displays that Disneyland staff would have seen in Chicago um, and partially also inspired by the electrical water pageant, as I mentioned earlier, which you can still see over at Walt Disney World, over at the Seven Seas Lagoon and on Bay Lake. Amazingly, this parade was built with 500,000 individual light bulbs. I want you to think about how long it takes to replace a light bulb in your house. Imagine installing 500,000 of these bad boys, um, each one assembled and installed by hand. So really, there's a lot of lights along this parade route. And the show also included, when it was originally built, the first automated show control program with specific trigger zones um, that are each about 70 to 100 feet long along the 2,000 plus foot parade route. And this allowed the parade experience to be the same for everyone along the parade route. Um, so it was the first of its kind, and of course Disney has been using this technology and updated versions ever since that original version. Now, when the parade first came out, as you can expect with 500,000 light bulbs, it didn't exactly go as expected, and it was new technology for its time. So even in its first rehearsal over at Disneyland, a parade float crashed into a building on Main Street, USA. Not exactly what you want to end up happening, but this is why we rehearse. And even some of the performers' costumes actually emitted sparks. Uh, again, not a great safety uh, feature for this parade. And of course, Disney put safety first, so they figured out the kinks and eventually everything did work out fine. And uh, the Main Street Electrical Parade has pretty, been pretty much accident free ever since. Um, the parade floats for the Main Street Electrical Parade, both at Disneyland and at Magic Kingdom, have featured um, a lot of different characters, including the Blue Fairy, Casey Jr., Cinderella, Alice in Wonderland, the Fab Five, of course, Peter Pan, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, Pinocchio, Pete's Dragon, Dumbo, and, and especially uh, throughout most of its history, this American finale that would even make uh, Sam Eagle beam with patriotic pride. It is a really a very patriotic finale to the show. Uh, Tokyo's version and Paris's version have some newer characters since it was updated with Fantalusion. Its characters include to uh, characters from Toy Story, Aladdin, Tangled, Beauty and the Beast, and even Frozen. But what many people love about the show aside from the parade and uh, the floats and how many lights there are, is the music. But what not many people know about the song used, it's actually not called the Main Street Electrical Parade. That's just the name of the show. The name of the song is Baroque Hoedown. Probably not something that would inspire the imagination, but it is. Uh, that's actually the name of the song, and it was created in 1967, a very old song uh, by Jean-Jacques Perry and Gershon Kingsley, who were pioneers in uh, synthesizer music. Now, the other thing that people love about the Main Street Electrical Parade and what I love is that synthesized voice, that voice that uses a vocoder technology to introduce the parade. Um, you know, like the ladies and gentlemen, the Main Street Electrical Parade. I don't have a vocoder, so it's not sounding the same, but you might know what I'm talking about the way that that show is introduced. Now, a lot of people might think it's just a random voice, but here's what's so cool and why Disney really goes above and beyond when it comes to detail. These voices are two very famous voices, at least in the Disney world. The original version in Disneyland, that vocoder voice you heard, was none other than the voice of Jack Wagner. For those of you who don't know who he is, he was the original voice of Disneyland and the Magic Kingdom. You may have heard his voice in the mon on the monorail or introducing the names of the Disney shows. So whenever you hear someone introduce a show like the, if it would be the Main Street Electrical Parade, that, uh, you know, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Disneyland. That original voice, Jack Wagner, did the voice of the Main Street Electrical Parade. 
And then in 1999, when the Magic Kingdom had the revival after the Spectrum Magic run, the new intro was created by, and, and I should say the voice of that new intro was none other than Bill Rogers. Now, many of you may know him. He is the current voice of Disneyland who replaced Jack Wagner. So if you've ever been to, again, Disneyland or uh, Disney's California Adventure Park or Magic Kingdom, you might have heard someone introduce, ladies and gentlemen, in five minutes, the lights around Paradise Pier are going to be reduced so you can fully enjoy World of Color. That is Bill Rogers currently, and he was the voice of the intro of the revived version of the Main Street Electrical Parade. So again, who would have thought such a, although it's such a historic parade, it really does have so many details, so much to it that makes it even more interesting. I appreciate it even more knowing all this information. So whether or not you'd heard this information before, I hope you found it to be uh, informative and inspiring and, uh, you know, you now have some new Disney knowledge to take along with you. But of course, I want to make sure that you have the opportunity to listen to the Main Street Electrical Parade, whether or not you have seen this show before. So let's now transition over to a binaural recording. We're going to stand on Main Street USA together. If you have over-the-ear headphones or earbuds, if you're not driving in your car, I would encourage you to grab some to again enjoy fully this binaural experience it'll give you that 360 degree audio experience we'll stand on main street together we'll have that anticipation waiting for the vocoder voice of bill rogers to come on and tell us the parade is about to begin and then we will listen to the baroque hoedown together and all the characters and parade floats all the way through the end so grab that armchair grab those headphones and enjoy the main street electrical parade Thank you. 
And with that, we close out episode number 19 of the Imagineer podcast. I definitely hope you enjoyed learning a few things about the Main Street Electrical Parade that perhaps you didn't know before. And of course, I hope you enjoyed listening to that binaural recording. If you were using over-the-ear headphones or earbuds, it probably sounded like you were truly in the middle of Main Street USA at the Magic Kingdom. But one thing I definitely want to know from you is between the Main Street Electrical Parade, the Paint the Night Parade, and even Spectra Magic, which you may have seen in the 90s and in the early 2000s, which one of those parades do you love the most? We know that Walt Disney World and Disneyland have so many parades to choose from. I definitely want to hear from you what your favorite is. So you can respond to this by either emailing me at imagineerpodcast at gmail.com or sending me a private message on Facebook, on Instagram, or on Twitter. You can reach out to us on Facebook at Imagineer Podcast, on Instagram at Imagineer Podcast as well, or on Twitter at Imagineer Audio. So feel free to use any one of those mediums to let me know how which parade you prefer, which is your favorite, which for you is perhaps the most nostalgic or you have the most family memories, uh, reach out to me on those channels and I'll be sure to read your feedback in a future episode of this show. And speaking of feedback, I do want to thank those of you who have gone onto iTunes and onto Facebook to rate and review this show. It really does make every bit of a difference. And I want to thank especially some folks who have rated and reviewed us this month in the iTunes store. First of all, being Keith, who says, really have enjoyed listening to the history and the facts about the hows and whys. Things were made the way they were. Looking forward to your weekly episodes. Thank you so much, Keith. And it's been a, a real pleasure to uh, speak with you across all our different mediums between Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And of course, here on uh, the show as well. Uh, Summerman says, it's a fantastic show. Really clear audio, extremely informative, very fun podcast. As a person who lives in central Ohio and has to wait to live in Florida till after college. I appreciate the frickety frack out of this podcast. I love that expression. <laughs> Highly recommend. Thank you so much to uh, Summerman. And finally to Wifey Boss, which is an amazing name, by the way. Love with five stars. Disney knowledge. I feel like I'm there a part of every conversation I need to go back. And that's exactly what I want. And I really do encourage you. I want to know I want you to be part of the conversation, so please do go ahead and leave us some feedback, leave us a comment, uh, either in the iTunes store uh, or on Facebook. Again, every rating review really does make a difference, so I want to thank those of you who have reviewed the show, and if you haven't already, I would encourage you to go ahead and do so. And more importantly, please do uh, connect with us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. As I said, on Facebook and Instagram, we are at Imagine Your Podcast. On Twitter, we are at Imagineer Audio, and we do have that Facebook uh, closed group community, which is the Imagineer Podcast Disney fan community. You can find that by either clicking on the link in our uh, podcast description or by going to our Facebook page and clicking the community tab on the left-hand side. That'll take you directly to our Facebook group. Go ahead and request access, and I will go ahead and approve you as soon as possible and look forward to chatting with you a bit more there about all things Disney, about any Disney topic you might want to discuss. And as always, uh, the last thing I do want to remind you is if you have any friends who love Disney, whether they love the Disney movies, the Disney parks, of course, uh, Disney 
uh, songs and any even including Marvel and Star Wars within the uh, Disney universe, uh, please do go ahead and share the podcast with them. Every new subscriber really does make a difference. And I really have been enjoying connecting with all of you out there. And again, all of our social media channels. Um, And let me know if you do have any particular topics you'd like to hear in the future. If you'd like to contribute to the show, I definitely want to uh, give you the types of topics you would like to hear on this podcast. So let me know what topics you would like to hear in future episodes. As always, folks, I want to thank you so much for listening to the Imagineer podcast and to remind you, as always, that if you can dream it, you really can do it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Disneyland has now concluded its normal operating day.